Father, thank you for the opportunity to serve you by faith today and that we get the fish for souls. You give us the pull of your spirit and the lure of your word. All you ask is that we obey and trust you. Help us today, Lord. Embolden us for your glory and for your honor. Englishman on Gab requests, Lord, that all of us followers would walk worthy of Christ. May we do so, Lord, even today. Dinsmore Sheepskins on Gab says, I'd like to get good sleep tonight and reach someone with the gospel this week. At least one seed, water, reap. Thanks, brother. So, Lord, we know that this request is pleasing in your sight. It's a request to go fishing. May you grant this follower, your child, your servant, of this request. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Liz Thompson, 505, says, Thank you. I read your posts every morning. They uplift, inspire, and fill me with the love of the Lord. (laughs) You know, I read these types of posts, and they're always refreshing after being attacked by demons all day. And I told this sister in Christ, peace and blessing be with you in the name of Christ our Lord. And as for the haters, let them hate. God knows their hate just may become your blessing as we read about today in Genesis chapter 29, verse 31. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And this is one thing that we can all agree on. The Lord loves his people despite our stupidity and lack of knowledge. I'm just glad the only salvation issue is Jesus Christ. Otherwise, we would all be doomed. And thank God for the knowledge that he entrusts us with, for the children that he entrusts us with. And always remembering that where much is given, much is required, as we read in Luke 12, 48. And speaking of being entrusted, I feel that our Christ first work online has been entrusted. So if you are getting tired of hearing and reading about Christ first, maybe you're just not Christ first. Because who gets tired of winning? I know I don't. And listen, Christ has already won. And if you're in him, you have already won. So let the haters hate because we're going fishing which is the title of today's episode. And my social media page on Gab is called Christ First. So you can follow my notes in our Gospeled Gab group. So when you see posts from this page, that's my page. And this is a Christ First community page of action and an end days holy movement. And it is the antithesis of the demon first that are wreaking havoc on the Gab platform as I speak. And there has been some legitimate complaints because this morning the site was rather glitchy. One of these complaints is that Gab ought not to spend revenue outside of the platform if the platform is broke. Fix the platform first. And I I have to agree uh, with this uh, assessment. Let's go back to our reading. And we're looking in uh, 
Genesis. Uh, we start the book of Mark today in the first chapter. I love how the book of Mark is opened. Man, do I love how it's open. It says, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And it's the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, what we are about with this, epi- with this episode and with this podcast, period. And this is why I say the political solution has always been Christ first. It was for the Israel of God of old, and it is for the Israel of God today. But so is the it, it, the solution for the family, the marriage, the church, education, life. Zionism is not the solution. And that is why this country is going to hell in a handbasket, because it's no longer Christ first if it was ever Christ first in the first place. We've become a Zionist nation. And then one says, but more Zionism, my preacher taught me. It's impossible for there to be an Antichrist Israel that is counterfeit of the Israel of God. Uh, That's what you say, Zionist. That's not what the Word of God says. 1 John 2.22, who is a liar, but he that denied that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Akartos replies and says, hey, brother, just listened He's speaking about yesterday's episode while getting some reps in during lunch break. As you know, beyond any doubt, you always have my support. Far be it from me. I I tell you how to do your thing, but it's getting a bit aggravating listening to you. You have to explain and defend the difference between Jesus and the nation state of Israel. These people are like most addicts I've, I've known. You could try to force the matter, but in the end, they will not change until life slaps to idiocy. From them, may I humbly and with respect as the sinner I am suggest you pin this to the gospel page and just let them figure it out on their own. Forgive me for saying so, perhaps I'm wrong, but their BS is becoming quite tiresome. Much love, brother. I replied, word, my brother. I know it's painful, because it is, but really it becomes long-suffering on our part. As we preach and teach through the Bible, this subject cannot be avoided at all. It is repeated throughout Scripture because of the blindness of hearts. Nevertheless, we must keep sounding this alarm until God opens their eyes. And I told my brother, much love back, because this journey is not easy at all. But I do know this, our faith will endure to the end. So I told him to keep up the good fight. And I'll tell you this, my friends, it is better to pray to research out a matter, or do as the Bible says, search out a matter, and study to show yourself approved, than to false accuse others and make yourself look like a fool while attempting to defend something you are clueless about. So many do this in defending Antichrist Israel erroneously. But I, I have noticed this. Some are very sincere Christians. So I do not see this as a salvational issue in many cases. But I will say this, grow up already. And as for our work online, specifically on Gab, Gab may be a free speech site, but our group is not a free speech group. On the contrary, it is a costly Christ-first speech group where Jesus paid for every single word with his own blood. 
His steadfast love replies, Matthew 12, 36, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Amen. Well quoted. And John the Baptist did not preach idle words, and neither do wilderness preachers today. Going back to the book of Mark in verse 2 and 4, As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it is today, before the second coming of the Lord. So if you want to find a preacher, search the wilderness. And guess what you'll find? Preachers preaching repentance. And most of these preachers will not be wearing a business suit with slick hair either. Nor will they be wearing religious robes. Verse 6, And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins and did eat locusts and wild honey. And I'll tell you this, preachers of the gospel are not given national spotlights. They are given prison time and crosses. Verse 14 and 15, Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. A brother yesterday had sent me a clip of a national spotlight preacher by the name of John MacArthur, and he was rambling, and he was stumbling. It was, it was sort of embarrassing to listen to. And he was rambling and stumbling through a question concerning who Israel is. And he was, he was just rambling on on how that the nation will be saved in the future and that Israel had nothing to do with the church. And then it just, as I was shrinking, it just reminded me of this fact that men who make it to the national spotlight in this world are put there for a reason. And it's not by God. So God help us all. And that's not to say that this preacher is not born again. That's not to say that he does not have superior knowledge to even myself in other areas. But listen, if you are deficient in an area concerning the gospel, just be humble about it. Admit the deficiency. Who cares what people think about you? Just admit it. Just say, I got to research it. I got to study it more. I've said this often. I don't care how long you've been preaching and teaching. You are not the Superman of theology, and neither am I. Leveller 187 says that TV preachers are free, Freemasonic tools to lead the sheep straight to hell. By the way, all the glory goes to God for what we know or do not know as he dwells in man. Amen. All glory goes to God. And I have learned the same. I have discovered that there are some of these national spotlight preachers who are actually financed by Antichrist Israel. So like I said, they are put there for a reason and they're not put there by God. And if you're not put in a place by God, why would you bring the Spirit of God to a place that He doesn't want to be? No longer would the Spirit of God dwell in the tents and the buildings of men. He now dwells within the temples called men. And we need to go where He leads. Verse 8, I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Which brings us to 1 Corinthians 6, 
19 through 20. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. This means allowing him to lead us. Who is this glorious God? Well, I'm glad you asked, because we read about him and his Godhead today as well in verses 9 through 11. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John and Jordan. So here we see in verse 11, the Father and the Son, and there came a voice from heaven, who was the Father, saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And then in verse t- going back to verse 10, we see the Holy Spirit, and straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened, and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. This is power. And this is this power is found in the Godhead. And his power does not stop it at this Godhead either. He extends his power through a host of angels that minister on his behalf and for his glory. By God's grace, I make a point to thank God for the ministry of the angels. Because the Lord will not leave us comfortless in times of temptations and trials. And yes, the Spirit leads us to uncomfortable places for refining and development. Some would tell you that the sign of success and of the the Spirit's leading is that he will lead us to the national spotlight. No, this is not the sign of success. The Lord did not require to be led to this position of trial, but he led by example as he did with his baptism in this chapter. He always leads by example. Verse 12 and 13, and immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days tempted by of Satan, and was with the wild beast, and the angels ministered unto him. Thank God for the ministry of the angels. Now this chapter is packed with the Lord leading by example. We see his baptism. We see him preaching, bearing temptation, healing, soul winning, teaching, exorcisms, and prayer. Verse 35, in the morning, rising up great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Now, why did the Lord lead in all these things? I'll tell you why. So he could go fishing. So he could go fishing. Verse 17, And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. So I'm going to ask you a question, my friend. How is the fishing going? Because if you're not fishing, you're probably not following Christ. And if you're not fishing, you're probably not resisting demons by the authority of Christ. The same authority that exists today in the 66 books of the Bible. Thus the reason why we say, It is written. Thus the reason why the Lord said, It is written. Verse 22, And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. Now this is the same authority I referred someone yesterday to, who asked for prayer, who has been viewing ungodly and pornographic images since he can't even remember. Will the Lord answer this prayer? I'm convinced that he will because we know that it is the will of God that we do not view such material. We pray for deliverance from temptation in the model prayer, in the Our Father. 
Verse 40 through 42, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, do we not pray this in the model prayer? Thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. It was the will of God that he be clean. The leper acknowledged that the will of God is all that matters. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we pray. And as soon as he had spoken immediately, the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. So the request is made and the request is granted. How do you know the Lord will not grant your request with compassion if you do not ask, especially if it's according to his will? I like a reply from WBMC Infidel. He says, the leper appealed to Christ's sovereignty, if thou wilt, and our Lord's compassion was released. Thanks be. Amen, my brother. And that is why we pray thy will be done. We also know that it's not the will of God that demons attend our church. Yet demons are attending churches all across this country and world, and they show more respect by recognizing this authority than those who even call themselves Christians. Demons attend church. They show more respect for God than those who call themselves Christians who do not even attend church. They've surrendered the churches to the demons. They won't even attend church online for that matter. And I got it. Churches in America are filled with devils. Verse 39. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. We need some good old exorcisms going on in our churches across America and this world. We need to start doing some exorcisms, not inviting them in our home. And that is why I'm a little set back by Torba's plan to aggressively invite all the demons to the Gab platform. Now again, I'm stepping back and I'm praying on this matter, hoping sinners will be brought to repentance. But I would be lying if I did not say that I'm not scratching my head at the same time. Verse 23 through 24, And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Here again, demons are obeying the authority of Christ when they are commanded by him. So my question is, do you, Christian, do you obey his authority? Verse 27, and they were all amazed and so much they questioned among themselves saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits. And they do obey him. So do you want demons to be silenced in your life? Do you want the screens to be shut down that show you those ungodly images? Gather at the door of Christ. Get away from those screens. Gather at the door of Christ. Verse 33 through 34, And all the city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. The question is, do you know him? The devils know the Lord, but do you know him? And then we read in in, in verse 44 through 45, And saith unto him, See, thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priests, and offer thy cleansing 
those things which Moses commanded for a t- testimony unto them. But he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places, and they came to him from every quarter. Now, Chris Sains on Gab makes a pretty good point. He says, Jesus is tying himself to the Old Testament as the fulfillment of prophecy to prove that he is the word. The leper should have followed his every command just as we should, no matter how inconvenient, no matter how we feel. And I understand this point because our disobedience affects others. Jesus wasn't able to minister to others for a period of time because of this. But at the same time, I kind of smile because the leper, in essence, says, Lord, I'm not going to the religious establishment that despised me. I'm going to the streets and shout your holy name. And for some reason, despite this disobedience, I somewhat see Jesus smiling as the leper says, I'm going fishing. Psalm 29. Give unto the Lord, O you mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kedesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve and discovereth the forest. And in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood. Yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.